I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Nothing will stop the Satanic total release. Stop pestering Satan. Welcome to the podcast where we are so sick of the question, why Satan? We named a podcast after it. Today we'll be covering QAnon. I do want to say fair warning. This does touch on some sensitive topics like abuse and sexual abuse and child trafficking. So if you don't want, if those words that you just heard right now bothered you, that's your warning because they will come up a few times during this episode. I wanted to give, I wanted to give a heads up for that. I don't get into any detail, but I wanted to be polite and forewarn. But a few things before we actually get into that. First off, J.K. Rowling is an asshole again, and so is the person who played Hagrid. They are both transphobes and can go fuck themselves. I don't see myself ever actually... I don't know if I'd ever be able to read her works again, even if I found them enjoyable. They are no longer enjoyable to me. Considering that she continues to um, double down on this to the point where she wrote a new book, I'm not going to give any airtime to it. If you want to look up her new book and why it's such a piece of shit, go right ahead. But I'm not going to give it any more airtime than right now. Okay, we're done. There is an article I want to talk about that I'm going to, after this, include a bit of a palate cleanser. It just came out last night from Vice News. You might have heard about it. I posted on Twitter. A few other people have been talking about it. But the title of the article is A Staggering Number of Hysterectomies Are Happening at Ice Facility, Whistleblower Says. They talk about how a lot of people don't know why they're getting these procedures. They're being given many different reasons on why they need the procedure. According to the article, it is one particular doctor that is largely doing these procedures and also is the doctor that they are seeing for their gynecological exams. And I'm sure no one will be surprised when I say this is actually happening at a private prison, which is run by the company Lao Sali South Corrections. I definitely butchered the name of that, but I'll post the article. If this was shown to me a few years ago, I would have assumed that it was not true. But given the times we're in, I'm going to assume it's true until we are shown evidence that it's false. I know that that is not how skepticism is supposed to be, but I think at this point it is at least my duty and everyone's duty to assume the worst of our current government when something like this comes out, and it is on them for burden of proof to show that it is not true, just from everything we know about ICE so far. So again, I'm going to leave that in the show notes. I'm going to have, like I promised, a little palate cleanser after this one. Just something amusing I found. I am really sorry that this show is not the most happy show. I mean, hopefully you can get a bit of a chuckle with the main segment, but I don't don't find QAnon funny anymore. I used to. But really, let's move on to the, um, the palate cleanser for a second. I need it too. And on a more upbeat note, I would like to thank Shiva Honey for mentioning a wiki article on the net, on the Rational Wiki. She mentioned it a few weeks ago, and I've had so much fun looking at it. It is an article called 
a list of satanic items according to Christian truthers. I joked with her that this is going to this is just going to be fodder for the, my podcast, which she thought was amusing, and I'm not joking. Um, now and then I'm probably going to read from this list, as some of them are very amusing. And we all could use a bit of levity. It's still 2020. So in honor of the Mandalorian trailer coming out today, let's look at what they have to say about Disney, because why the hell not? So according to them, Beauty and the Beast is satanic, as it promotes bestiality. Let's see here. Big Hero 6, which I honestly think is a really underrated movie. It apparently promotes mind control and the Illuminati. Honestly, it makes me think they've never watched any of these since, well, the person with the mind control or the control powers is the bad guy. So you'd think that if they're against mind control, they'd like that. But no, Big Hero 6 is satanic. This one I really couldn't believe as it confused the utter fuck out of me. Apparently, Captain America is also satanic. The reason for this is he promotes the idea of Illuminati satanic super soldiers. You heard that right. Captain America is not a symbol of the America that they uphold and love. He is a symbol of the Illuminati satanic super soldiers. I'm going to put this in the show notes because we could all use a chuckle. There's a lot on here. I may come back to it now and then if I find something particularly amusing. There's whole sections here. Politics, CERN, Barack Obama. Yeah, there's a lot here. There's a lot. But no, I'm definitely going to come back to this. I'm going to include it in the show notes. It's fun. Something else I might pull out now and then is I have uh, two books, actually. They're a pair called The Infernal Dictionary. Now and then I might pull that out and maybe read a section or two. It, it's That is also interesting. You should look it up. It, it's interesting. Hello and welcome to the main topic for today. We're going to be talking about QAnon. And one of the reasons why I didn't have a show last week, on top of being a bit sick and having a really bad cough, which made recording incredibly hard, I had a lot of raw information that I had gotten about QAnon. Now, I did look at articles. I looked at some other podcasts. Uh, I know Scathing Atheist did an episode or so about it, but I had to get a lot of information from a lot of different places. And because I decided to torture myself, I thought it would be an excellent idea that rather than rely on other sources, rely on articles, rely on podcasts, I would do some research myself. So, what I did was I went on sites like 4chan and 8chan and vote. And because I like to put myself in said mental distress, I used my old tablet to go to these sites. And using my old tablet with a VPN on it, I'm still not sure that I shouldn't put it through the wood chipper because I'm pretty sure that on that tablet now I have every virus known to man. So there's that. And going through all of this is part of the reason why I actually didn't have a podcast last week. After I basically had a big notebook and notes on my phone, 
I sat down to make an outline, which is normally what I've started to do with the show, was it makes things a lot easier with me. I read through everything, all of it, which is the first time I've actually looked through the entire amount of what I had. And I just felt a bit mentally overwhelmed. There was so much in there that it bothered me at my core, that the idea that people could believe this. It bothered me that... It just bothered me. The amount of just racist stuff in there, the sexist stuff in there, uh, the anti-Semitism, just all this stuff. Just So I had a hard time writing that outline. I couldn't actually get through it the way I normally wanted to. Basically, I write, basically I write my outlines normally in a day, or I try to, just because I work best when I do everything, when I put something together all at once. That's how I do better at it. But I wrote about, like, I don't know, a small bit of the outline. I wasn't feeling good. As I said before, I was a bit sick, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it that week. I I needed a break. I, I just needed a mental health break. So that's part of the reasons why, along with being sick and having a really bad cough, which made recording not comfortable, and I had to stop every few seconds to cut out a cough. But I needed to take some time to just clear my brain out. So last week, I really didn't do anything. I don't know if people really saw, like, I wasn't on Twitter that much. I mostly was just watching movies and playing games last week. Because now that I'm finally done with looking at this, I don't think I'm ever going to do it again. This will probably be my last show that I do on QAnon. I'm probably not going to do a show that involves me digging into a group like this again for a while. Because it's mentally draining. I'll be honest, like, I thought... I'll go there, I'll go on these sites, and I'll, I thought, I'll get a laugh. I'll, I'll find it funny, I'll find it amusing, I'll look at these people who have no idea what they're talking about, and get a laugh. Because that's how I would have, I probably might have been that when I was a little more, when I was a bit more of the asshole atheist. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. It, it was hard, it was difficult. It was just difficult to read these posts by these people who so sincerely believed in this. And there are people who talk about how they've lost their friends. They've lost family because their family and friends didn't believe this. So they had to cut themselves off from their family and their friends because either their family and friends were bringing down their beliefs in QAnon or they believe that maybe their friends and family were involved in this satanic cabal they believe in. That is probably one of the most hard parts reading it, was those was when that came up. It always bothers me when I hear about Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses when they have to go through that. It it is one thing when it's breaking yourself off from a family member because they're toxic. It is another thing to have a belief be what wedges the interactions. I know it's I know it's pretty much the same thing. And I don't know if I can explain what 
the difference is to me, but there's a subtle difference. And it it was painful. Anyway, we should get on to why we should actually care. Other than that, other than that it is actually ruining people's lives, why should we care about this whole QAnon nonsense? The reason we should care is this conspiracy theory is not like a conspiracy theory like the John F. Kennedy assassination. It is not like the conspiracy of people landing on the moon. It's not even like the conspiracy theory around 9-11. This conspiracy theory touches on a topic that gets people emotional even more than those things. And this is partly why I had a little trigger warning at the start of the show. It deals with a conspiracy theory revolved around child abuse, sex trafficking, and particularly the children aspect really loads people emotionally. And that makes this conspiracy theory particularly dangerous. It is also because it seems to be taking on just a huge life of its own. It is incorporating so many conspiracy theories into it, which is just making it grow even more. So again, why should we care at its core? One, because it's growing quickly. It's probably come up in the news more and more because we're seeing that Evidence. We're seeing evidence that more than 50% of Republicans believe that it is either true or it is somewhat true. In the same study, we see that it is not only Republicans that we see this happening with. We see that other groups even are buying into parts of this conspiracy theory. Probably the least um, people who are buying in are people on the on the left like progressives and people who consider themselves democrats in some way partly because of the way it ties into trump so we can look at why this conspiracy theory is dangerous because of what is known as pizzagate or comic ping pong that's probably a name that a lot of people have heard before if you haven't i'll give you the rundown Comic Ping Pong was a store that there was an online conspiracy theory about that a child sex trafficking ring was run in the basement. The issue with this is there was no basement to Comic Ping Pong. This, however, did not stop someone from going to this pizza place with a gun and threatening the people inside, demanding to see the basement. Luckily... As far as I've been able to find, no one got hurt in this incident. And as more and more people start believing in this conspiracy theory, the more and more chance there is of something like this happening again. It's just statistical odds. Add on to that, that these people believe that at the core of this conspiracy theory is a satanic cabal that is at the heart of this child sex trafficking ring. And that increases even more that someone might get hurt. The idea that these evil people are doing this evil thing, that not only are they just plain evil, they are demonically evil. This is not only a war about here on Earth, this is a spiritual 
problem as well. There are also, obviously, a lot of Satanists who listen to podcasts. I would guess that at this point, probably it's only Satanists who are listening to this podcast. And of some of those, there are some public Satanists who, the more I was reading into this, I'll be honest, I worried a bit about people who are publicly Satanists because of just how driven and emotional some of these QAnon believers are. Again, why am I even, if it's so dangerous, why am I even giving it airtime? That's a question that I asked early on. That question started to go away probably a few months ago when I started to see this movement growing. And I will say that I do think it grew because there were a lot of, there was a lot of press coverage that started about QAnon when it was still a really pretty low movement, when it was pretty small. There was, I think there was more press coverage of it than there had to be. And if you get somebody who hates CNN, who's a Trump supporter, who sees, say, someone on CNN making fun of this conspiracy theory, that Trump supporter might say, well, if CNN's making fun of it, I should look into it. And then they have now exposed themselves to this conspiracy theory, and they may believe it when they normally may not. A good example of this growing publicity of QAnon is we now have someone in the Republican Party who is running for the 4th Congressional District of Georgia being an open Q supporter and a Q believer who has praised QAnon. Um, I'm probably going to butcher her name, but I don't care. Her name is Majority Taylor Green. If you type in Taylor Green, 4th Congressional seat of D- Georgia, you'll find it. She's gone on the record saying a lot of these QAnon beliefs. With just the fact that she won the primary scares me in Georgia because the likelihood is she's going to get in Congress, which mortifies me. Granted, we have Trump, so it shouldn't surprise me. So what exactly is QAnon? So like I said, QAnon is a spider web of many different conspiracy theories, everything from a conspiracy theory of anti-Semitism to satanic, uh, cabals and rituals and demons, supernaturalism. I haven't seen it that much, but there's some dimensional alien things that get thrown around in there. It's one of the more fringe things in QAnon, but again, that's the scary thing with QAnon is it combines everything, and there are very few things that if you talk about on a QAnon page, you'll get laughed at about. They might try to say, well, it's not actually aliens. It is the government trying to make you think that blah, blah, blah. The only time that I've seen people in QAnon really, really vehemently go after each other about a conspiracy theory is Flat Earth. A lot of them believe that the Flat Earth conspiracy theory was actually created by the CIA and the mainstream media in order to make conspiracy theorists look foolish, which... That just, I found that amusing. I've mentioned that to a few people when I was telling them I was looking into this topic. 
and they also found it very amusing. Yeah, it's a big ball of conspiracy theories that very few are rejected from. At its core is the idea that there is a satanic cabal, and they love this word satanic cabal. I don't know why. Well, I understand why. Satanic cabal is very fun to say. Satanic cabal. Yeah, they, they love the idea of a, the satanic cabal, and they love saying it. Now I'm actually liking saying it. Hopefully I'm not turning into a QAnon believer. I'd have to go throw myself off my couch, and hopefully I hit my head and get amnesia. But the core of this is that they believe the world is run by a satanic cabal of pedophiles who run the world, and they run along with running the world a huge worldwide sex trafficking ring for dark purposes. And mostly it traffics in underage children from... I'm not going to go into detail. They also believe, and this is how Trump got into the whole thing, they believe that the military, well, top military people from around the world recruited Trump, of all people. You'd think that, you know, this, that the military would recruit Trump. Okay, but that's what they believe. They believe they recruited him to run for president and help bring down this worldwide conspiracy theory. I've actually joked with some people looking into this that QAnon is basically the Marvel endgame of conspiracy theories. If you look hard enough, you will find everything in there from Easter eggs to full plot lines just getting all tied together. Well, who do they believe is involved in this conspiracy theory? Almost everybody. From Bill Gates to the Bushes. It doesn't stop at Democrat or Republic lines. It crosses those. The Bushes are just as bad as the Gateses. They believe that there is only a small number of people in power that are not part of this conspiracy theory. They believe the military is on Trump's side. They believe that there are some people inside the intelligence agencies who are on Trump's sides, but they on his side, but they believe that largely groups like the CIA are in on this conspiracy theory. Out of the presidents who have been around since they believe this conspiracy theory started, they believe that Trump, Reagan, and, bizarrely enough, the Kennedys are the only presidents who have really stood up to this satanic cabal. And, again, they include the Kennedy assassination in this conspiracy theory. It almost feels like they are purposely trying to tie in every conspiracy theory to add more people to it. I don't know how... I wouldn't be surprised if there are some people on the board, on these boards, who are just seeing it how big they can grow it. And just trying to see how... I don't know. There has to be people in it who don't believe it, who are fueling it. That's the only way my brain can process some of this. They believe... They really push the deep state. They believe that the media is a huge part of the deep state and works with the CIA. One thing that I actually heard, and you can notice it on the news if you look it up, it's not just in the United States anymore. It's spreading. Uh, It's going to England, Germany. I even found a Twitter account called QAnon Korea. Marsh from Be Reasonable and from the UK Skeptic Magazine stated that on, uh, I believe he said this on Scathing Atheist, the last uh, episode he was, he was on it talking about Skeptic Magazine. He stated that QAnon England uses the spelling for pedophile from American English. 
And he thinks that that's because they're not really critically thinking about anything. That They're just sort of copying and pasting these ideas on top of their own conspiracy theories. And I think that's why it's going international. I believe that, like I said, it is almost a Rorschach test. You can look at QAnon and use it to validate whatever conspiracy theory you already have and tie it in. I agree with Grey Faction and Lucian Greaves that this is the equivalent of a satanic panic. They look at a lot of symbols. Example, uh, I've seen this cited on the boards. A few years ago, there was a woman who was looking at the monster energy soda can and the little symbols or whatever they use to make up the weird M letter on there. Her belief was that it was the Hebrew letters for 666. So they're really big in symbology, which I'll get to when we cover Q drops. But first, why Trump of all people? Since I said already, you'd think that he's the last person the military would recruit. So they believe that all the corruption that surrounds Trump isn't him being corrupt. It's not because he's corrupt that he has so many corrupt people around him. It is that he is luring these people in who are part of this conspiracy theory. And he's using that to try to learn more about that network and get them from the inside. And that's why, according to them, it seemed like he did so many skeevy things before he became president. Even though he's doing so many skeevy and creepy and illegal things now. But they have excuses for that. Uh, example, Jeffrey Epstein. Well, of course, they'd tell you. Trump was only around him to help him find out information about the sex ring. That it was Trump himself that helped bring Epstein down because he was closely involved. When he steals or robs from a charity organization or Trump University or what have you, he isn't stealing from regular people. He's stealing wealth from these global elites. He's stealing money from the satanic cabal. He is using these things to get their monetary information and give it to the military to help track them down. If something can't be turned around in a positive way, it's fake. It is a fake, it is a fake story created by the CIA in conjunction with the mainstream media in a clandestine agreement to bring Trump down. Because they must protect their evil conspiracy theory and keep the supply of adrenochrome growing. So what actually is adrenochrome? It's probably something you've heard before. Um, some of you might have heard it from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which I wouldn't be surprised if that's where Q pulled it from. Q loves his movies. He really does. We'll get into that one again when we talk about Q drops. But what is adrenochrome according to them? They believe it is a chemical that comes from, they believe, the pituitary gland that is harvested from children, well, largely from children, because they apparently have the best. And they get it, and they're able to get a better, pure supply if those children are in fear through torture and sexual abuse while harvesting the adrenochrome. They believe that adrenochrome can get you high. They believe it has supernatural demonic properties, such as de-aging, and can keep you young. They like to cite the fact that since Trubman's gotten in office, that isn't it funny, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton look much older. It's not because 
they're older. That is at the core of QAnon, that this evil cabal will do anything to keep their supply of adrenochrome growing. But what is adrenochrome? What actually is it? There was an article I found on Spinoff. The article states that adrenochrome is a compound formed by the oxidization of adrenaline. Its main medical use is to promote blood is to promote blood clotting in open wounds. It's actually available online for researchers, which is mostly created synthetically, which is why when they say that it won't get you high, is the excuse that QAnon believers believe will give you is that well that's synthetic. If you get the natural stuff, well that will get you high and de-age you. So we've come to who is Q? Who exactly is this person? We don't know if they're male, female, or what have you. Though I'm going to assume they're male just from the content of their posts. Now, they started on the sites 4chan and then it moved to 8chan. They have stated they are a Q clearance patriot. So let's break down what actual Q clearance is. Q clearance is a real thing, surprisingly. I looked it up because I was curious, and apparently it's a um, it is a designation in the Department of Energy. It's actually top secret in the Department of Energy, but why the Department of Energy would have anything to do with this, who knows? He probably just saw that Q clearance was a high clearance and decided to take that. Um, so the key thing is about these boards, 8chan and uh, 4chan, is they're anonymous. They're completely anonymous. And because of this, some people have actually speculated who aren't believers that the identity of Q has probably changed a few times. Because there's nothing tying your account to an email or anything, if someone steals your account, there's no way to get it back unless you try to hack the account back. So some people have seen subtle changes in how Q talks and are of the belief that the ownership of the accounts probably changed a few times. And these posts that Q makes are called Q drops. These posts are said to have hidden messages in them. They can be cryptic, sometimes even mentioning a movie clip with a timestamp that people are directed to watch with uh, are directed to watch for clues. They tend to be in the form of questions, but not always. People believe that he doesn't give the full story that he gives bits of information that they have called crumbs that need to be decoded. And they call people who decode these crumbs bakers in the finished information bread. I've heard the joke about QAnon that apparently they don't know how bread is made. I don't know. It's it's pretty funny to me. It, it's, it's less funny now that I've really looked into QAnon. But if you want examples of QDrops, there's a site that it is called qalerts.app. If you if you look at it, he has like bits of like collages of movie clips. He has the definition of what a patriot is. Uh, let's see if there's any good ones here. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, strength, honor, warrior. We stand at the ready always. Q. There, there's a lot. Some of these are long. Okay, here's a nice short one. It's a tweet from Biden that states, We were not prepared for a pandemic. Trump has rolled back progress. 
President Obama and I have made to strengthen global health security. We need leadership that builds public trust, focus on real threats, and mobilize the world to stop outbreaks before they reach our shores. Now, Q, he states this in responding to the tweet. Who benefits the most? Virus or election? Lab or nature? Coincidence or foreknowledge? Difficult truths. Q. That's the type of post that you'll see from Q. They, it's a lot of just nonsense. Oh, here we go. You period have more period than you period no period Q. Uh, oh boy. The um, Netflix uh, show Cuties, which don't watch Cuties. Just <laughs> So yeah, Q drops are how he communicates with QAnon. There are two things that a lot of his followers say. They'll talk about something called the storm. Sometimes it's called the coming storm. And sometimes they'll say, where we go one, we go all. You can think about these like rallying cries. They're hints that you were a believer. And that there are politicians who, if you look them up, and you can probably just find it, politician, the storm. There's some that have talked about that they are the storm which is a way of signaling you are a QAnon supporter. And when asked about it, a lot of them deny it, but it's particular that they use that particular phrase. So the storm, they believe the storm is... Well, okay, let's back up. They believe that there are many sealed indictments waiting in the Justice Department, just waiting to be unsealed. They believe the storm is when all of these indictments become unsealed and that thousands or maybe even millions are going to be arrested and punished including people like obviously Hillary Clinton Bill Bill Clinton Bill Gates they have put out dates on when hearings are supposed to happen they haven't obviously and there's always an excuse uh, and the phrase where we go one we go all or as they sometimes um, phrase it down to a big, long, ugly acronym, which I'm not even going to try. It's a rallying cry. It's their way of saying that they're all in this together and that where one of them is, they're all watching. So if you hear a politician say anything like those, they might be leaning into QAnon. Speaking about... Bizarre words. Let's talk about Donald Trump's tweets. Now, at Trump rallies, you can sometimes find books of Trump's tweets. Now, QAnon people, some of them at least, carry on these books like a Bible. They believe that much like Q, Trump uses his tweets to relay hidden messages through code. And this is why... His tweets have misspellings, errors, factual mistakes, bizarre capitalizations. It's not because he's a bumbling buffoon. It's because he's trying to talk in code. So, with all of this, why do I worry about it's going to be dangerous? Why do I think it's going to be dangerous? I've touched on this a little bit earlier. As the time goes on and the storm doesn't come, there's going to be two types of people. There's going to be people who are willing to admit perhaps they were duped, are going to be able to admit that 
they fell into a conspiracy theory that's not true. There are going to be the other ones, however, that doubled down. The people who were doubled down, like I said, some of them have given up a lot of their lives to this movement. They're not going to be so readily able to put it down. I'm worried that those are the people who might do something desperate. They might believe that if they're losing or that the satanic cabal might get away with this, they might feel that it is time to take something in their own hands. And that's what I'm worried about. I didn't worry about this before I really started looking at these people in these posts, but they really believe this stuff. It's not just going on a conspiracy board and looking at it and saying, do these people really believe this? No, these people really believe this. There's no doubt in my mind that a majority of them, if not a supermajority of them, believe in this. So what can, what can we do about it? I don't think there's much we can do for people who are already believers. I believe that people who already believe it, they're already in too deep. They already have too much of a vested interest in it. There are some of them, perhaps, that are doubting a bit. Uh, if you see those people, um, and they're not mentally hazardous to you, and you're able to actually have an actual conversation, sure, go right ahead. But I think the important thing that we need to do is we need to vaccinate people against this idea before it reaches them. If you know someone you think might be vulnerable to this QAnon conspiracy theory, you, you should bring it up. And don't bring it up by necessarily going through and making fun of it, like harshly, but maybe bring talk about the flaws in it. Uh, maybe discuss how it's statistically impossible that this many people could be in on a conspiracy theory. Remember, a lot of people buy into a conspiracy theory because they're scared of the world around them. They see chaos. And they want to believe that something is controlling it or directing it. Even if... You know what? A great line from this, and I'm not going to get the great line exactly, but is from Batman. When the Joker is telling Harvey Dent that when something horrible happens, and it's all according to plan, people remain calm. But when something unexpected happens, people lose their minds. And I think that's true. I think that's where conspiracy theories come from. People want to believe that there is some sort of control, even if it's horrible, even if it's something as bad as a worldwide sex trafficking ring. They'd rather believe in that than the idea that there's just some people out there who do bad things for whatever reason that can't be predicted or controlled. And the reason why I think that we need to vaccinate people against this is we don't want someone's first encounter with QAnon to be in a light that is going to lead them towards believing it. I believe there is something to say about having a little fun with it when talking about these people, making fun of it a little bit. Only you can judge the person you're talking to because only you know them. You might know someone who you think that joking about it and thinking and telling them how ridiculous the sounds might work. And I don't know if this is the right approach. I don't. 
I'm not a psychologist. I have taken some for my students to be a teacher, but I'm not a big psychologist. I don't know. But this conspiracy theory does worry me. Um, I used to not worry about the election. I don't... I Like people say, well, Trump supporters will come out because they think the election is a fraud and they might do something uh, dangerous or violent. I worry less about that than I do worrying about QAnon people coming out if Trump loses the election, thinking that the satanic cabal is winning and they need to do something about it. That's more what I'm worried about. And I'm worried about people who they might associate with the satanic cabal. So I guess we can only see what happens and know what we know about it. And we can only try to pay attention and we can only try to be safe about it. Um, I don't have a lot of show notes for this um, week. I'll try to put some in there. But I don't have a lot of sources since, like I said, a lot of it was just listening to things, reading bits and pieces of just things for a month. And I'm not, I am not linking anything from QAnon on their main sites. I'm not doing it because I do not want to contribute to some sort of algorithm that increases the popularity of those links. If you want to, and you want to risk getting viruses on your computer, go right ahead, go look at those sites. I don't recommend it. Um, I actually pondered pulling out my old computer and putting a virtual desktop on it to do this, but I just use my tablet. But, yeah. Sorry for the bit of um depressing topic this week, but that was something that was concerning me, and... It was in the news a lot lately. So, this has been Why Satan and Hail Satan. And honestly, after this podcast, do something fun for yourself. Watch a movie. Watch, like, a nice, happy Disney Pixar movie. Because, holy fuck. Why are you still here? Go watch a movie or something, anything.